Lord God of all creation, whose love has called us to be, to live and to love in you in return. Lord God, who has gifted us to love each other, to create our own image and yours in our children. Your goodness is beyond all telling, but we wish to proclaim it and to give you thanks. Accept this worship, the gift of our days. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. A reading from the second book of Kings. One day, Elisha came to Shunem, where there was a woman of influence who urged him to dine with her. Afterward, whenever he passed by, he used to stop there to dine. So she said to her husband, I know that Elisha is a holy man of God. Since he visits us often, let us arrange a little room on the roof and furnish it for him with a bed, table, chair, and lamp, so that when he comes to us, he can stay there. Sometime later, Elisha arrived and stayed in the room overnight. Later, Elisha asked, can something be done for her? His servant, Gehazi, answered, yes. She has no son, and her husband is getting on in years. Alicia said, call her. When the woman had been called and stood at the door, Alicia promised, this time next year, you will be fondling a baby son. The word of the Lord. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, are you unaware that we who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were indeed buried with him through baptism into death, so that, just as Christ was raised from the dead, by the glory of the Father, we too might live in newness of life. If then we have died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. We know that Christ, raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has power over him. As to his death, he died to sin once and for all. As to his life, he lives for God. Consequently, you too must think of yourselves as dead to sin and living for God in Jesus Christ. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his apostles, Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Whoever receives you receives me, and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. Whoever receives a prophet because he is a prophet will receive a prophet's reward, and whoever receives a righteous man because he is a righteous man will receive a righteous man's reward. 
And whoever gives only a cup of cold water to one of these little ones to drink, because the little one is a disciple, amen, I say to you, he will surely not lose his reward. The Gospel of the Lord. I want to share with you a true story of a little boy, Anthony. He was 10 years old, and his grandfather came to visit his family. And he, among other things, mentioned that uh, he was getting up in years and uh, getting weaker. So he said, one day I will have to go and live in a nursing home. And when the little boy heard it, he said, Grandpa, I will not allow that. You can't. I will take care of you. You will live with me. And uh, then the grandpa looked at his little sister and asked her, my dear, what would you do if I had to go and live in a nursing home? And she looked at him and she said, Grandpa, I would come to visit you at Anthony's. <laughs> so we know today we heard that uh, Elisha visited a very special couple, a woman and her husband who were very generous, who provided hospitality. Elisha was a successor of the great prophet Elijah. He was not a celebrity. He was not a, a polit powerful political or, or, or a so social figure, but he was the prophet of God, which was a very special, very unique vocation. So when this couple, this woman and her husband, welcomed him and offered hospitality, they didn't just welcome a person. They welcomed God, the man who carried the word of God in his heart, in his life. And what happened? He frequently visited them, and the woman recognized, perhaps we can do more for him. We can, have the, we can provide a special room where he can stay whenever he, he decides to visit us. You see, he could have chosen to stay outside somewhere under a tree or build his own little shack or something like that. No, he wanted to be, Elisha wanted to be with God's people. So he, he had something to share with them, and they responded. So. God entered that household, and Elisha wisely asked, what can we do for her? They did something for us. What can be done for them? They had no son. So he said, a year from now, you will have one. You see the exchange. They, give, they offer hospitality. God gives so much more in return. So obviously, hospitality is a very powerful venue, very powerful channel of God's grace, of God's love and mercy. It changes lives. That's exactly what Jesus said in the Gospel reading. Whoever welcomes a prophet because he is a prophet, will receive a prophet's reward. He even mentioned whoever gives a, gives a cup of cold water to one of these least, because that one is a disciple, will not lose his reward. A cup of cold water, we may say, why did Jesus say that? Well, in, in that culture, in that climate, which was very hot, a cup of cold water could save your life. So Jesus said, even that cup of cold water will not be forgotten. God will remember that. So hospitality, being, being welcoming, having, having that welcoming heart. Of course, we talk about it all the time. I know that there is a true story that comes from a Russian poet, Yevgeny Yevtushenko. Uh, he shares in his biography the story of what happened one day when his mother took him from Siberia to Moscow in the year 1944. In, in Moscow, there was a parade of 20,000 German prisoners of war that were captured and were, that were, they were marched through the streets of Moscow with people watching. 
angry people, mostly women, who had these German soldiers murder their fathers, their husbands, their sons, their brothers. So with clenched fists, many of them looked at these German soldiers. Many of them could, could barely walk. They, had, they were dirty, with long beards, unwashed, unshaven, with blood-stained bandages, some of them walking on crutches. So there was silence in the streets as these, these German prisoners of war were, were marching. The soldiers and the police officers could barely keep the crowd away from attacking them. So then one woman did something amazing. She pushed her way through the, the she said to one of the, the cops, let me through. He led, reluctantly led her through. She came to one of the soldiers or ran to one of the German soldiers, unfolded her little handkerchief, took out a loaf of bread and put it in his pocket. And then, as if there was a chain reaction, many other women in the crowd did the same. Whatever they had to offer, cigarettes, bread, something to drink, they rushed to these German soldiers and offered them something. Why? Because they were, at that moment they were no more enemies, they were people. Again, hospitality can, can change the mood very quickly. Hospitality is that catalyst. You know, I'm not a chemist, but I know that when you take hydrogen and oxygen by themselves, there is nothing. But when you put hydrogen and oxygen in the presence of platinum, there becomes water. So Jesus' love is that, that catalyst, that, that platinum, so to say. Platinum doesn't change. Jesus' love doesn't change. It's always perfect. It's always complete. It's always unconditional. But it is the catalyst through which our human relationships are healthy, strong, life-giving. So that's, that's what we see in the stories today in the scripture. St. Paul in the second reading reminded the early Christian, you died with Christ in baptism, you died to your old self, to the life of sin. So live as a new person. Reflect that newness of life. Again, hospitality is one of those ways in which we can reflect it. So again, we can ask ourselves, what kind of catalysts of God's love are we in our daily undertakings, wherever we go, to work, in our neighborhoods, in our own households? Again, what, whoever welcomes the Word of God that has such a transformative power in it, welcomes God Himself, not just words, His life and everything that that life has to offer. So we see that clearly. Elisha accomplished that. And the couple responded and they were given the gift that uh, they always wanted. What is it that we always want? Life with God, eternal life, especially after this earthly journey is over. So let us conduct our lives in such way, in hospitable, hospitable way, that we'll accomplish uh, you know, us being with God forever. But, and in the meantime, because remember what, what we need to do. How can we form and build healthy, strong relationships? There is only one way, allowing God's love to, to guide us, to, to motivate us in everything we do and say. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.